Chances are good your local school district has gone directly to voters, asking for more money to stay afloat. Tight state funding and restrictions on local taxing power have pushed more than 70 percent of Wisconsin school districts to seek operating referendums. These referendums aren't about borrowing money for new buildings. They're requests for more property taxes to sustain basic costs. In recent elections, most referendums were approved. But what happens to the unlucky districts where voters say no? WUWM education reporter Emily Files looks into it for this segment of Beats Me, our series where beat reporters answer listener questions. In the most recent election on April 2nd, 32 Wisconsin school districts held operating referendums. Only five of them failed. Kettle Moraine School District in Waukesha County was one. Uh, I was shocked that the referendum failed. Sherry Fleming lives in Delafield. Her five kids go to Kettle Moraine schools. She sent WUWM's Beats Me series a question asking about the impact of failed referendums. I sit there thinking, you know, I've got kids from kindergarten all the way through, what's going to be the impact on each group? In Wisconsin, school districts are handcuffed by state-imposed revenue limits that cap how much they can collect in property taxes and state aid. The intention is to keep taxes in check, but the spending limits haven't kept pace with rising costs, and they're unequal. Some districts have more money to spend per student than others. Kettle Marine Superintendent Pat DeClotz says it's hard to explain this to voters. Property owners and taxpayers believe that the state funds all schools equally. That is not a true statement. There is great disparity in the funding of districts, even within Waukesha County. To exceed the spending caps, districts' only option is to ask voters. DeClotz says revenue limits have squeezed Kettle Moraine for a long time, forcing years of cuts in areas less visible to students. We've been able to manage through a number of different ways, including Act 10. We've shifted a lot of cost to our employees. We've used every possible tool and strategy to the point that we're now out of tricks. So the district went to referendum to try to cover basic costs, but it failed with 52% of voters opposed. Now Kettle Moraine is making cuts that more directly affect students and families. Fifth graders won't have band or orchestra next year. Middle schoolers will no longer get to take French or German. Parents will pay more fees for athletics and other programs. DeClotz says in future years, they may have to consolidate elementary schools or make other more dramatic cuts. It is not sustainable. The district is not sustainable without a change in funding. A more extreme situation is playing out right next to Kettle Moraine in the Palmyra Eagle School District. Scott Hoff is school board president. I unfortunately have to do a job I never expected to have to do, and that's work to dissolve a school district. Palmyra Eagle has lost hundreds of students to the much bigger McGuanago School District through open enrollment. 
that loss and other financial challenges led the district to the very last resort, referendum. But it failed by a wide margin. Paul Myra Eagle's financial situation is so untenable that it's moving towards dissolution. We don't have the money to keep going. Kettle Moraine parent Sherry Fleming questions Wisconsin's school funding system, which has pushed three out of every four districts to seek an operating referendum. To me, it seems like the system is broken and You know, let's say a community ends up consistently voting no. Well, what happens to that school district? State lawmakers are poised to increase school funding in the upcoming budget. But deeper changes to the funding formula are less likely. Emily Files, 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR.